Radio webpage. Our Love menu has Talk been simply changed. Please listen carefully to the new prompts before Love making your Talk selection. Radio. To start your show now, press 1 to hear more Think Bozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they were doing they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any so laws. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, 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 peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your host for the evening, the brother Red Pill. All right, joined by our special guest of today's show, our brother Baba New. But before I open up the lines and bring my brother on for the special presentation of the uh, four-part monumental series that we are uh, currently doing, I first and foremost want to give the brother a salutation. I want to give him a humongous big ups for the success that he's been having on the Baba New Speak series. We've only done two. This is the third installment. We got two in the can already, and already the brother has surpassed an equivalent of 10,000 downloads on both of those shows combined. And um, the uh, response that we've been getting has been beautiful. A lot of support. Um, A lot of people have gone out and gotten the brother's book based on the information that he has been disseminating in these two shows. So as a result of that, we had to sit back, take a break, you know what I'm saying, and just let those, let those shows just, you know, get absorbed into the uh, into the audience, you know what I mean, let them enjoy that, let them go ahead and do the research and whatnot. And the experiment that we went forth, that we wanted to put forth, has been proven to be very successful, all right? These shows that we're doing are specifically catered to uh, support and shine a light on brothers and sisters that are in the community who have offerings for the community, give them their moment to basically get up there. It's almost like advertisement, all right? It's almost like a commercial. So we allow our guests to, um, you know, get their chance to get up there and let the family know what they're doing, what their book may be about, what their film may be about, what their album may be about, any kind of intellectual property, anything that was created within the um, caverns of their minds. We are allowing the family to support that and promote that. So Baba New is one of the first. uh, He's actually inaugurating it. It's only right. This brother is a high priest. Okay, he makes miracles happen. I personally have seen the brother um, perform (laughs) monumental uh, rituals, okay, monumental rituals, resurrection, coming back from the dead and all kind of things, all right? So 
I definitely am um, throwing my support behind his brother. He's not just talking about it. He's actually living it, and he's actually demonstrating it, all right? And today is a very special day for the brother. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring the brother on personally and let him share what today is with the family so we can get this show on the road. So call it from the 718-696-8. Peace and love to everybody out there listening who will be listening. Thank you for all the downloads and the support. The book sales have been uh, keeping me really, really busy. Um, You know, today is my resurrection day. And, you know, yes, sir, we are going to be talking about Osiris Christianity and the resurrection. Um, you, 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 you participate in your destiny, but your destiny is written for you. It's not a fated 100% word-for-word dictation of what's going to happen in your life because you have a level of freedom. You know, on my 33rd birthday unplanned, I went through a specific initiation relative to resurrection. It was totally unplanned. I didn't plan this. It was unforeseen. It happened in collaboration, of course, with the Neteru, the Loa Dirishas, and my Shepsu Igun ancestors. So during this third show on my birthday, my resurrection day, is also unplanned at least by me, consciously, but it gets done for a reason. Um, We have three major religions. The number three is then a magical number. And oftentimes I speak and do things in threes. You know, I wrote three books thus far. It's a trilogy. You You have the trinity, the basic requirement for success when you have a tripartnership. It could be husband and wife and child as a trinity. It could be three sisters. It could be three brothers. It could be the three fates because you need three. The first uh, religion, the first culture, comes out of what is called Osiris, Oset, and Heru, the trinity, which is the origins of Christianity, And it deals so much with the resurrection as Osiris, meaning Osiris, where the word resurrection comes from, is called the Lord of the resurrection. And we see this so much in so-called Christianity where it speaks so much of the resurrection, the resurrection of the Christ figure. But there is a whole lot of occult, hidden, esoteric, weird life practice and process relative to that and your success. When I wrote The God Genes Decoded Volumes 1, and I started with the cosmology at Anu, which is said to be the most ancient of the city's knowledge centers, libraries, and temples of Chem, and the original cosmology, I was following a pattern and a plan that relates to the world's three major religions and their emanation from the center of our universe. Everything needs a center. Everything yeah. needs something that provides it with stability. The center yeah. of our, yes, sir. The center of our, our universe is called the Jed, which is symbolizes the backbone. And the backbone, they they use specifically the neck. 
They use specifically the neck as the top part of that backbone and jed pillar, which supports the head, the crown, the brain, the central computer processing system for the rest of the human body. So there's a very profound wisdom in terms of the anatomical design of our universe, us represented through the microcosm of the universe as we are the microcosm of the macrocosm. Our very design goes along with this. Our life also has to go along with this. Our evolution also has to go along with this. So if you want to bear fruits, you do have to understand the roots, and it starts with your resurrection because you are immortal. You've existed for all eternity. The cosmology shows it to you. If you read over the cosmology and knew, and I've proven this through my work, you have always existed. You have always existed. It depends on which form you existed in. And I wanted to show people this. Every single thing that you go through on your path to becoming a god or a goddess, every single god or goddess in all existence went through the same thing. And you have to celebrate your resurrection every 365 and a quarter days of the solar year in our solar system. You're supposed to do that. Mm. Your born day is your resurrection day because you are already immortal. You are already eternal. The celebration and the remembrance of that is important to you continuing your life path and destiny as you rise up to the crown chakras, as you rise up the ladder of DNA to evolution. And this is echoed, enshrined in the ancient cosmology and other so-called spiritual religious systems that we have here on planet Earth that have an origin in the beginnings of things. Osiris as the Lord of the resurrection and thus the Lord of the dead of the underworld shows you the process, the secrets, and the rites that you have to go through. This is now mirrored through the initiation rites. If you've gone through initiation, you will see the death, the resurrection, the birth. You will see these things mirrored in initiation because you have to celebrate, you have to ritualistically partake in the process of life that is unavoidable. Every Everything rises and falls. Every single thing has its day in the sun, and everything has its death. It's moving to the background to let other things shine and have a day. And that, in a celebration and understanding of it, you learn to deal with it so that in the times when you are not at the top, you properly prepare for your rise again. You are not saddened to the point where you are crippled where you are crippled and unable to focus on laying down that plan, that groundwork and foundation so that when your time comes, you can launch. You can launch like a rocket ship and sail again. Indeed, indeed. Share with the family some of the rituals or practices that one would follow on his or her solar return on their birthday. You should you should put on your best clothing, 
your best jewelry after morning meditations, prayers, etc. After morning meditations, prayers, etc. Um, you know, connecting with your Shepsu, the ones that guide you, connect you, connecting with your angel guides, singing and, and dancing for yourself. You want to do these things on your birthday. You should have a party. If you can't have a party, you should go out someplace nice. You should do something nice for yourself. Be in good company. These are the things that should be mandatory on your birthday. You should celebrate you. You should celebrate your triumph over adversity on your resurrection day. And I'm calling it your resurrection day. It's my resurrection day. It's your resurrection day. It's the celebration of you having eternal life. Eat good food. Exercise. Take care of your body, your health, and your mind so that every resurrection day can be a progression. Indeed. And not a degression, correct? And not a degression. Even if... Point of reference. Right. I'm sorry. Your point of reference would be your last solar return. That's how you basically would um, weigh it out, or that's the the best way to... um, Gauge if you've devolved or evolved in that last 365-day cycle, correct? Yes, sir. And you want to be honest and and realistic about your progression. This is your day of reckoning. This is your day of recounting where you look at your life mathematically, where, where you look at your life mathematically and you reflect on you know, where you are in terms of karma and dharma. You know, it is it is not a day. Yes, it, it's a day to be joyful, but it's also a day to be honest about, you know, who you are, what you are, where you are, and where you need to, um, you know, get to. But, you know, I really want to talk about Osiris and Christianity and o- Osiris, as in Osiris, because, you know, some people have that issue with the pronunciation as though the Greeks own pronunciation. Nobody really owns pronunciation. Osiris or Osiris and it being the foundation of what we call Christianity. You know, the mummified body of Osiris or seer is called Christ. It's called Christ. And the mummification process is the use of tools, techniques, herbs, and embalming to crystallize that body, that it becomes a crystal. Planets, especially suns, eventually they become crystals, diamonds, rubies, gemstones, when you, when you look at the most ancient so-called suns in the planet, they have already collapsed and crystallized and condensed into precious stones. And I'm saying this because, you know, people talk all type of stuff. You know, people talk about graveyard magic. 
will stones your bones in the first graveyards are in the waters of noon, the ocean. The first types of organisms that make stones, which are bones, are anemones, these microorganisms. And this goes back to something that even predates in terms of evolution, so-called Osiris and Christianity, which is the deity Atum or, or Dambala or Lunamari, and the evolution of microorganisms that facilitate the very foundations in the evolution of life. But in the understanding of Christianity as a graveyard religion, not to say that the graveyard is automatically associated with dirtiness and stuff like that, because there are different types of graveyards and there are different types of graveyard magic, graveyard ceremonies. And I'm saying this because you have some people out there Robbing the bones of people and it short circuits your success and your ability to make money. There are different ways to practice so called graveyard magic because there are different types of bones and different types of graveyards. Gemstones are the most evolved and advanced type of bones. Mm-hmm. Most gemstones are the bones of trees, and we're dealing with the tree of life as a system for your life. And it's called the tree of life for a reason. It provides the nourishment. It provides the fruits. It provides the roots. It provides the trunk. It, it, it provides the strength. That trunk is the jet pillar. The roots are what pulls up the nourishments, and the fruits are the fruition of the wisdom being applied in the process for your success. When these wise beings called trees die and they, and, and, and they get compressed, they become bones, as in stones, like citrine, like amethyst, and so on and so forth. This okay. being used to adorn the body. Whilst you are living, so-called living, you start to practice the Christ way of life by adorning your body with the bones of stones. And with things like coral, uses jewelry, um, and these other stones because it helps to integrate with the crystallized electromagnetic grid of your body. Hold which on. is called. That's long, that's long overdue, brother. But continue, please continue going in because I'm, I'm having all kind of visions with this. Stone and tree thing. You know, these stones, I call them bones. And yes, you have Davy Jones as the locker and holder of great magic, secrets, and wealth under the oceans because in the water is where the graveyard magic begins. And okay. the mermaid deities who are followers of Osiris and Isis. If you are high priest and you're doing your knowledge, you know this. Deities are Yemaya, Lassiren, Mamiwata. We know that the oldest types of beings are underwater beings like mermaids. You have octopus beings too. You have all types of beings representing the primordial. The water beings carry the magic and the wisdom and the training schools as fish travels in schools. So that when you come up to the surface, 
you can be that star. So you find that these mermaid beings teach you how to sing. They teach you how to dance. They teach you how to mesmerize. They teach you about beauty. Because beauty arrests and short circuits negativity. When you're wearing these stones, these bones, with all these different colors and all these different tones, and it upgrades your electromagnetic grid, people don't treat you the same. People are not so negative towards you because you have less negativity in you as it alchemically transmutes your energy. I can attest to that. We all need to attest to this if we can if we want to be the best at this and we have the privilege to partake in this. It's super critical because the graveyard represents the lowest point as in death. And our people need resurrection. Our people need to be resurrected, and they need to participate in the process of resurrection. They need to be adorned with juju, jewelry, Judeo-Christianity, juju, jewelry, the magic, the stones, the bones from the graveyards of trees, the graveyards of the trees of life. So when we talk about Christianity, we're not into some dogma of just worshiping a Christ, but participating in the process of walking like a Christ and crystallizing as in structuring your electromagnetic grid to maintain your structural integrity, which is the foundation of your morality. Now, when you have the ashe to consecrate this with the ka, the spirit of specific beings who have been successful in manifesting their resurrection and becoming stars, you have an advantage. You're no longer participating in dogma and a science that you don't understand. You're living a more advanced life in the process, in the process of what's going to help you to be like Christ. Hmm. Wow, that's kind of heavy right there, brother. You know, I have found that the lower you go, the more organized you need to be to make a difference. The lower you are on the totem pole, the more organized you need to be, the more beauty you need to have surrounding you. And we are so yeah, we are so lucky. We are lucky and fortunate that many of these precious stones are not being priced like diamonds. Mm-hmm. We they're not being priced like diamonds, but they're I wanna worth. Give, uh-huh. Yes. Now I want to give a shout out to a brother by the name of Ross Ben, and this brother is uh, the author of a book called Rock of Ages. And um, it was by reading this book recently, as a matter of fact, that I got a greater understanding understanding of the power of these sacred stones. Now, they're completely sacred to me now, as opposed to before they were just, you know, in a fashion sense, colorful. They spoke to me, but... I didn't understand completely what they were saying. I totally understand now 
why they were so, you know, why they considered precious stones and what it was that they were saying to me, you know, um, overstanding the whole aspect of some stones being grounded stones, grounding your energy, uh, certain stones relating to your um, ascendant signs and your horoscope and the sign that you were born under. Um, you know, there's so many aspects of the power that these stones have. Um, the the just the whole genetic makeup, the molecular makeup of our of our of our you know, our bodies, you know, in relation to what these stones have within them and how we are, you know, how we are, are celestial ourselves and the stones are celestial as well, or extraterrestrial. And um, you know, I'm really just paying attention to that. So, yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to give that brother props, and I definitely want to give you props because you broke it down so, you know, what I mean, you took it so far in terms of, you know, just giving a better understanding of what we're dealing with. Thank you, man. Yeah, you know, I like, I like theater. I like music. I like great movies. One movie I watched, a line was said, what you do in this life echoes on into eternity. It echoes on into eternity, forever spoken, forever carrying a vibration. We're living in water. You want to make sure that you are vibrating on the highest frequency. When you make these, you know, as a priest of the Vudun, you know, as a Hungan, as a Babalao, and yes, I am a Palero, I don't rob from the cemetery of human beings because I would not want anybody to take and use my bones. But we have trees. We have the tree of life. We are allowed to use those graveyards. We are allowed to use those graveyards for our magic, not take advantage of something else that becomes tragic. And it's very, very critical that people understand what they're engaging in as they go along this life journey in this agnostic society. As you try to reclaim your wisdom, your magic, your science, your practice, and your process, you don't want to get arrested by stupidness and practices that increase your dharma and decrease your karma, rob you of your future wealth. Mm. So that's why I use the bones of stones and not other people's bones. And the magic is much more powerful because it's love. L-O-V-E, and it's sufficient, it's evolved, it's advanced, because our universe is a graveyard. Our universe is a graveyard. Most of these ancient suns have collapsed into stones, precious stones. Like they say, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the sky so high, like a diamond in the sky. Nice. Christhood, Christianity, 
Osiris and the resurrection and eternal life, eternal life having crystallized, collapsed, and condensed into something so solid, so, you know, perfectly structured. Crystalline structure is one of the most, if not most advanced structures in the universe. And when you look at the tree of life, it's a crystalline structure with its triangles, with the spheres and the bonds. And those bonds are metal, meaning the path on the tree of life. The the uh, spheres, the spheres are crystals. The past are metals. You know, metals are stones as well. Mm-hmm. Metals are also stones. The magicians, in their practice of alchemy, they use atomic minerals, which gets absorbed straight up to your ori and to your aura much faster. Now you have a protection that is metallic. It's the same thing with melanin because it uses copper, which is a metal, to protect you from ultraviolet radiation. It's a shield, but you want it to be beautiful with different types of metals. That's for for the uh, diet. Now you want to be beautiful adorned with stones. Jewelry has the word Jew in it, and we know the relationship between Judeo-Christianity. Because when we get to the next show and talk more in depth about Palo, because Palo comes next, it begins with Osiris and that graveyard magic starting with resurrection. And it progresses now to Palo, which is Judaism. Palo is Judaism. Palo is Buddhism and vice versa. It's not my fault that they didn't teach you this in school and they don't plan to teach you this in school, but when they talk about the logos and the logos becomes the logo used for commercial means where you have a club and you don't get to have a club until you can use a club, until you can protect and defend and conquer territory and keep it and claim it. Mm. The symbolism and the rights are in there. You just have to understand the why so that you're not short-circuited by moral dogma. Because once you beautify yourself with that correct graveyard magic, and you go out and hunt now, you go out and hunt like a lion of Judah, you do it with grace. You're bringing people beauty, not ugliness. You're bringing people beauty. You're bringing people an upgrade in their life, an upgrade in the arts and the culture and the fashion and the style. You're bringing people an upgrade. This is R.A. Ra. Kepri, when you read over the cosmology at Anu, it specifically states, and my name is Osiris, Osir. In the hymns to Osir and the hymns to Ra and the hymns to Kepri is word for word the same exact hymn. They just replaced those three names because we're talking about an upgrade and evolution. 
We're talking about an upgrade and an evolution of life itself. And there's a progression with this. There's a progression with this, a, a progression to wisdom and to power, which need each other so that power does not corrupt itself with just power. It needs wisdom, and wisdom has the power to manifest itself because it has power, period. Okay. There are, once again, there are three world religions for a reason, and we see them in the planet Patolo, which is Obatala, Pata, Buddha, as is, as is pronounced differently in different languages. Sejitolo is Osiris, Osir, Rez, and Emayatolo is Tehute. That is their homes, that is their body, that is their planets, and they dwell at the center of the universe, and they shine red, white, and blue. And those 50 stars on that flag that we find in ancient Kemet, those 50 stars are the 50 gates of Bina. Bina is the word Benu. The Benu bird is the bird, the phoenix of resurrection. When the sun so-called dies and it collapses into itself and it rebirths itself, that's what the Bennu bird is. Yes, the Bennu. This bird is called the heron. The heron. And where I'm from is called an egret. Egoret. Egret. Yes, it's called an egret. You don't want to have any regrets. Hmm. Yeah. When you go over the death, the resurrection, the judgment hall of Ma'at and the confessions and why Christians confess on their deathbed so that yes. they could enter into the kingdom of Osiris, into the Elysian fields, into the second Eru, into the second Hetapu, so you don't have any regrets. So your heart can rest in peace. And we should allow the dead to rest in peace. This is why people need to understand these things. Because as you walk away from the names being used and associated with X, Y, and Z, but it's perverted, you don't want to be in a place where you really have nothing of value as a culture, a way of life, and a belief system. You don't want to enter that no man's land. It's worse than a desert. There's no resurrection in it. There's no resurrection in it. There's drifting in what they call the bardo sansaric existence. Drifting in the bardo sansaric existence because you're confused. You are confused. You're in a state of confusion. Everything has an origin. Every single thing, every word has a history. And understanding the history of these words as the past now becomes like the graveyards of these words, when you go back and you resurrect these words, 
that we use to facilitate communication between each other restructures the neural net pattern of your brain and manipulates how your chi flows in your body because that's what words do. Words and the spelling of words are what causes curses or blessings. When it's perverted, it's cursing. When it's not, it is blessing as in uplifting and upgrading, inspirational. And you have to take that journey into the past and history and resurrect, go into the graveyards of words itself. Graveyard magic is not going to some cemetery to dig up somebody's bones. It's going into history to study and understand the past and origins of things, which is specifically what the word voodoo means. Which is specifically what the word voodoo means. And yes, it becomes the word voodoo or voodoo. And that becomes the word Wu-Dan or Wu-Tang, etc. We recently watched a movie that made a great sensation. And in the movie, the German Jew, who was in the line with the Moors, said the greatest of the gods was called Votan. And if Votan and Wu-Dan is because you're not getting your vote on, and it means nothing. Roots, trees, graveyards, Osiris, keywords, resurrection, resurrection, death, and life. Key, key words for what never ever changes, what repeats itself in a pattern, cycling upwards and cycling downwards, and now using that as wisdom. For your life, guidance for your life, direction for your life. So I progressed from Christianity to Islam and Judaism. One is the foundation. There's a reason why Osiris couldn't live in the physical world anymore, why he had to go to the background. If you study the so-called Assyrian metaphorian, when you look at Christianity, there's the wisdom. Everything has its vice and virtue. There's mm-hmm. the wisdom and the goodness and what it represents as a beginning, but then there's the issue that it represents. There's the issue that it represents, which immature people refuse to deal with, especially women. In the Assyrian metaphorian, Osiris has an affair with his wife's best friend, Nefti Nebhat, and the son comes out as a dog. And is a graveyard dog. Mm. It's a graveyard dog who is now responsible for the embalming of his father, the purification of his father, and the proper resurrection of the father, so that the sins of the father don't become the sins of the children. And why did they have an extramarital affair? Because by the time we get to Islam, which is the religion of Tehudi, we will understand the medicine that people who are immature and caught up in the Western world refuse to acknowledge as mathematical truth. 
as mathematical truth. Remember, Christianity is a foundational beginning, so you're dealing with immature people. You have to show them, don't rob from the graveyard you can take from the tree of life. You can take the bones of stones instead of other people's possessions because that's what people do. They go to the graveyard, they rob your bones, they take your jewelry. This is absolutely insane. Yes, they do. This is absolutely insane. So you're saying in a nutshell that by robbing from, by, by taking from the dead, you're actually cursing yourself. You're, you're robbing from the dead. You're putting yourself in the worst situation that you were prior to entering that cemetery. Yes, sir, especially since the word dead is just a word to describe a particular state. The people ain't dead, and they're not pleased. The people ain't dead. It's a word that's used to define a particular state, and they are not pleased. So now they throw all types of obstacles in your life because what you did wasn't right. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. And simple. And 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 simple. Um, you know, you have crowds of people, cadres of people, schools of people, they want to know this thing, they want to get into to this thing, and as they try to, their own limitations and where they are personally as relates to their ability to mathematically compute morality is what short circuits their ability to take advantage of it and to really make their journey and reach the top. And that's why it's mission critical when you start to get into the graveyard of history. You put aside your personal, your personal ideological uh, indoctrination. You know, in the Gnostic text, Ampu is called the Christ. He's also a god of the resurrection. You know, Ampu, the graveyard dog, graveyard dogs know where to find bones, and they go and they bury bones. You know, the the jackal mm-hmm. knows the cemetery and the graveyard like the back of his hand, and that's the gateway to the underworld. And and the word gate comes from the word gede. Gebe, you have, gebe. Pardon me? You said gede or gebe. Gede, G-E-D-E, Gede. The word gate is a, is a modification and pronunciation of the word Gede or vice versa because the graveyard is the gateway not just to the underworld but to power, but to power, to power. So you see Saturn or the third sphere of the tree of life called the Shekinah, which is called the Shechem in the Kamoa cosmological doctrines representing power. But if you want to do it in a way that will bring prosperity instead of robbing you of your future wealth and your resurrection, there's certain things that you don't do. You don't get involved with it. You don't do that. 
You don't desecrate. You don't desecrate. You look at what happened in Iraq where the desecration of the museums, the antiquities of Iraq was allowed to happen, and then we wonder why we hit this recession for so long. As wow. Yeah, because G.W. Bush tried to make people think he could do whatever he wanted to do, and he allowed the desecration of people. Wow, I never saw it like that. Yeah, I kept track of this. I kept track of this. Don't matter who you are. You orchestrate the robbery of a graveyard of that size immensity and immensity and its meaning to humanity and human history, you're going to have a recession. Exactly. People take out of context that what, you know, like, Look look at what you're dealing with. You look you know, people look at it as, as it's Iraq. But they claim to be so religious or, you know, biblically inclined and have no idea what it is that they're truly talking about. You know, the in this the same place in your Bible that you deem as a holy sacred land, you've turned a blind eye to the complete destruct the utter destruction. I mean the 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 we can't even get into detail about the the level of destruction that was done as a result of the Iraqi war and and the planes the swarries that they flew over there the the cluster bombs that have been dropped the um uranium bombs uh the 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 IEDs that have been exploded just the just the sheer destruction of what people may deem as a sacred holy land Yes it has been desecrated And the recession Or the so called economic collapse Can definitely be linked to that I totally agree with you brother You know One thing was The return on investment For the war Was not going to happen Once they desecrated that graveyard And here you have a man who named, who was named Saddam who, who, uh, Hussein that was rebuilding the palaces of his ancestors, Nebuchadnezzar, which is Nebuchadnezzar, you know, these are African people. You mm-hmm. also had a man that was keeping fake Christianity at bay, which, um, which does not respect women. He was keeping fake not I'm sorry, not Christianity, fake Islam at bed, which does not respect women. A lot of people didn't study or a lot of people don't know what was going on in Uruk. In Uruk. Mm-hmm. You know, in Ur, Chaldee, Chaldea. You know, when the so called Jews I'm a Jew. When the so called Jews or the immature Jews uh had created baby lion called Babylon and it was just a perversion, it was destroyed by, I think, it was Nebuchadnezzar. You know, so, so you know, there's that feud where people don't want to admit what they did wrong in history and yes. want to continue being upset and angry when, you know, you're not supposed to do that because of the karma that it creates. You have an opportunity to build kingdom. You lay a moral foundation. 
you you have an opportunity to build a kingdom. You lay a moral foundation and you de- and you defend it. If the loss of that kingdom comes because you refuse to allow perversion, then it's better that you lose it anyway. But it takes maturity. It takes understanding that you are an immortal being. It takes understanding that you've existed for all eternity and you can't die. And that's why it's so important in Christianity that you understand is because you're coming from a place of immaturity as the beginning point. It's better to lose bad things than to fight to maintain bad things because the preservation of your morality, of your Christhood, is more important than so-called material possession and fame and glory. Mm. It's more important to preserve your moral self than to sacrifice it Compromise it on the altar Of treasure And this is an underlying theme Within Christianity Hold on That was profound right there No doubt Indeed Indeed Wow, we have seven minutes left, I think. I know, man. Like I said, I don't even feel like we we even scratched the surface. There's so much information that you're spilling out. I think it's that birth, you know, you're on your birthday grid right now, and it's just pouring out of you. Um, We're going to have to continue this in part four, but I'm sure after we complete our fourth, uh, installment that that definitely will not be the end. It's only going to be the beginning of what it is that we're going to be doing. You know what I'm saying? So um, sure. I want to definitely say thank you for once again coming through and representing and doing what only you can do best, and that's you know bring your 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 level of information to the table as only that you could. So before we do end this broadcast, I would love for you to share with the family any way, any links or any web addresses that they can find you or your products, the the God Genes Decoded 1, 2, and 3. Amazon.com, title search, The God Genes Decoded, and you will find my three Works the trilogy that lays the foundation of the origins of the world's three major religions in the great cosmology at Anu and the great cosmology at Kemenu. By the time you reach the third book, it will be stated clearly who is the origin of Christianity, who is the origin of Islam, and who is the origin of Judaism. You have to make that journey. Amazon.com title search for God Genes Decoded. If you want to reach out to me to get reading divination, to get talismans, shrines to improve your life, it is Egyptian Voodoo Priest at gmail.com. E G Y P T I A N V O D O O P R I E S T at gmail.com. E-G-Y-P-T-I-A-N 
V-O-D-O-O-P-R-I-E-S-T at gmail.com. I'm a high priest of the Voodoo religion, and I'm very proud of it. I keep it clean and morally upright, as you should, as we all should. I do reading consultations. I also do work for people who need help with, um, and I don't work for free because I'm not a millionaire. Philanthropy begins when you have a certain level of wealth. Yes, I do. Sometimes I do help people out for almost free when reading says to do so. Because even though you might not be a millionaire, you can still sometimes share as you walk that path. And I do that a lot. I do that a lot. But, you know, if your situation is really, really bad, I know whether or not I can save you. Because it's not always that you can save some people unless you have an army behind you. That is true. That's so true. Definitely, definitely. Well, I want to say thank you, brother, and salute. You know what I mean? Salute on your solar return. And uh, I uh, hope that, you know, you continue because you definitely started out your day correctly. You know what I mean? At the noon hour, you definitely uh, ritualized your uh, your solar return with this show right here by um, actually giving back. You know what I mean? Ever so often on some of our birthdays, we sit around and look for presents, especially when we were younger. But as we grow more mature and older, we realize that there are times to give, you know, and there's times to receive. And we're giving back these gifts. You know what I'm saying? We're giving back the gifts to the family to celebrate our existence and our life. So that's a great way for you to celebrate your solar return by sharing the wisdom that you have within you with the family on your birthday. So I feel like that's an ultimate ritual that you just performed. And um, I just want to say salute. I look forward to part four. I know that we're going to go very, very in-depth with the um, the uh, three major religions as you break it down further to its very last compound, and then we're going to build on some more stuff. But, um, you know, for everybody that's listening to this episode, please take heed to what the brother's saying. Um, please if, do yourself a favor and get this brother's literature. I mean, it, there's, there's a plethora of wisdom and knowledge inside of it. And, um, you know, just look out for the next show, all right? So I want to say thank you. I want to say um, join us uh, every Tuesdays and Fridays on Know the Ledge Radio at Blog Talk Radio and um, continue to support, all right? Peace and love. Peace and love. Okay? We're going to end on, um, let's see, what's this right here? Old pirates, yes, they rob I Sold I to the merchant ships 
minutes after they took I from the bottom lifted. But my hand was made strong by the hand of the Almighty. We forward in this generation triumphantly. Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom? Cause all I ever have redemption songs, redemption songs. Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Have no fear for atomic energy. Cause none of them can stop the time. How long shall they kill our prophets? While we stand aside and look. Ooh, some say it's just a part of it. We've got to fulfill the book. Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom? Cause all I ever had redemption songs, redemption songs, redemption songs.